Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Welcome one, welcome all, <laughs> to the greatest show of them all. It is the NFC East Mixtape Volume 109. You can listen to this show wherever you get your NFC East podcasts on SB Nation, NFC East Blog Podcast Networks. You can, of course, watch it on the Bleeding Green Nation YouTube channel or the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. If you watch or listen to this show, you will see or hear perhaps both the audio and visual stylings of myself. I'm Arjo Cho from Blog and the Boys. He is Brandon Lee Gotten from Bleeding Green Nation, and he told me not to start recording right before right. I accidentally started recording. So, Brandon, um, what is the super secret thing that you were going to tell me and didn't want to tell everybody else? Oh, we didn't really coordinate on how we're going to do today's episode, but I figured uh, we could talk that out. I think the premise, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that we are going to be benevolent uh, NFC East acting in the best interest of each team in the division as we create a mock draft. We're not going to try to screw any team over. We're going to try to create like the best possible draft for all four NFC East teams. Well, so you did a really horrible job of like setting this up. Um, I understand that you were looking out for the listener, but you just like you you jumped past Charmander. You're like, this is Charmeleon, and blah 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 blah. It's like, well, where did he come from? You know what I'm saying? So like, first of all, it's Tuesday, April 25th. Mm. Today, did you know is the perfect date? No. In Miss Congeniality, uh, when Miss Rhode Island is asked to describe her perfect date, she says, I would have to say April 25th because it's not too hot. It's not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. She's Miss Rhode Island, which is your neck of the woods. Would you say that that is a fair no, characterization? not my of, neck of, of the woods. I mean, it's the general neck no. of the woods. Uh, w- would you say that that is a fair characterization of the current weather? Um, that it's not too hot, not too cold. All you do need is a light jacket. I heard that you found your perfect date in the mirror. She's not going to react to that. That's no, good. Come on. Um, anyway, um, so we are going to do a mock draft uh, on behalf of all four NFC East teams. Uh, this is an episode that I think you want to watch because uh, we're going to have the Pro Football Network mock simulator open. We'll, of course, describe everything if you're listening on the podcast. But if you want to see what we can see, uh, we certainly encourage you to head on over and subscribe to your preferred um, you know, network. Um, you know, Obviously, YouTube's algorithm is very po- powerful. Uh, so if you are an Eagles fan and you subscribe to Blog and the Boys, you're going to get inundated with other Cowboys content. So maybe you don't want that. Um, you know what, though, Brandon, before we start, um, and, and we'll lay out kind of the ground rules. I have something that I want to tell you. Are you ready? Yeah. Money is cool, but championships are better. Why do you guys hate this so much? Cowboys fans are so mad about this quote. This was such a cringy. Where's his ring? He didn't say he won a ring. Quote. He didn't say he won. Also, the the point is, I want to win more. Let me say something that I thought Eagles fans should have been able to admit that a lot weren't. I won't say all. Jalen is an incredibly likable sports figure. I think Jalen Hurts, the person, is awesome. It bothers me greatly that he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. That being said, this was a little cringy. Uh, because like, well, money isn't everything. Okay, says the dude who's literally being paid more per year than any player in NFL history. Like, let's let's slow down. That's not with what he the, said. Like, he said I'm money just, is nice. You know, that means he, yeah, uh, money is nice. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, and I know that you he didn't, didn't say do this, money doesn't there, matter. There, there was some aggregation of the quote that made it seem like he was foregoing more money in the name of championships. And so that's all like that presentation doesn't jive. That's all I'm saying. Let's let's we can, we can say the facts. Yeah. We can speak well, that, honestly and earnestly. That's what I'm trying to do. And what I'm trying to be pretty obvious for a guy who's literally the highest paid play paid player in NFL history. Like that goes, I know. Saying. So then why are you being like, Oh yeah, well, you know, I, I, this is so what a, what an act of humility from Jalen hurts. I don't These think people that's that the they're tone. saying, I, I think the message was like, like, hey, I got the big contract. That doesn't mean like I'm done. Like, oh, I achieved everything. Like, I want now with we need to win. Like, I actually need to win to justify the contract. Like, getting paid is cool, but like, I really like to actually win games. And his actions mm. speak that. If if somebody else said this, you would drag them. Then um, I'm just trying to hold you accountable true. to your own BLGness. Um, so that's just where we're at. He has a um, lot of, but this is who he is, though. He has a lot of like cliche, like these quotes. That's no, I, I agree. Him. That's it's like, not like a fake kind of put he, on. He, 
I completely agree with you. And I, that's, I think, who Dak is, too. I think he and Dak are very similar in that they're both super easy to root for guys, very fun, awesome people, awesome characters, awesome players. Like, the NFL is better. This now rivalry is even better. Um, again, I wish Jalen – if Jalen Hurts played for, like, the Bears, he would be one of my favorite players in the NFL. But he doesn't. Mm. So, you know, I'm just – I'm kind of stuck. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm torn. What can I do? My hands are tied. Um, we are going to do a mock draft. Uh, we're going to control all four NFC East teams. Uh, what did we decide? Do we want to do just the first round? Do we want to do first, second, and third? Like, you know, we, I, I think we had kind of workshopped this a little bit in the Slack channel. I feel like we should see how time progresses. Um, well, then I'm going to set, like let's get set this it up uh, for seven, set it up for seven rounds and we can see how far we can get into it. Okay. So before I put the simulator on the screen and we get like fully into it, we are going to only control NFC East teams, right? Right. And we're going to act gonna in pick. the best interest of those teams. Now, here's my question. When it comes to, like, the Eagles around the clock, is my input relevant? Or I think we need know? to come to an agreement. See, I kind of thought at first that, like, I would do the Cowboys in one team and you would do the Eagles in the other. That might not be fair. You know what I mean? Like, I think we should kind of, right. you know collaborate on the other two teams at the very least I and i again i think we should we should we should be impartial and, and draft in the best interest of the eagles because howie roseman super great at this uh and the cowboys um so i think I, we, I think we're both That's mature enough to do this right i think our listeners want to hear the best possible draft that they would be interested in so yeah um, now, in the interest of plugging all sorts of other things, um, first of all, I mentioned to you, had a super terrifying moment with the Brian Prezi interview that we had at Belong in the Boys, where mm -hmm. I thought the file was lost forever. Uh, people can now go watch that uh, on the BTB YouTube channel or listen on the podcast network. Later today, Wednesday, the day that this episode's dropping, we will have Jackson Smith and Jigba for the second time and Zay Flowers. You are wearing some flowers, I think, on your shirt. That's right. I am. Look at that. Um, now, I teased these interviews on Do Monday like Football Do you Monday. Like my shirt? I really do. I would wear that. Okay, I could see myself thanks. like, you know, oh, no, I, don't like um, it anymore. I no, I could see myself like wearing that to like, you know, a place. Uh like uh -huh. throwing some darts, oh, wow. shooting some pools. Interesting. Um, hmm. you know, whatever. Um yeah. Uh anyway. You're, uh, you're plugging so, your interviews. Well, I well, I plugged them on Monday Football Monday, which is uh another show uh here at SB Nation uh that I did with Pete Sweeney, Jeremy Reisman, and Rachel Prevet, the fantastic Rachel who produces this show. Uh and on Monday we did a full first round mock draft. I picked on behalf of the entire NFC East. Uh I picked Quentin Johnston for the Dallas Cowboys, and my first pick for the Philadelphia Eagles was B. John Robinson, and my second was the aforementioned Brian Brzee. Uh so I just wanted before we start to get your thoughts on those picks. Maybe that is kind of tipping your hand for what we're about to do. Um, hmm. But, you know, what did you think of how I really did try to, like, make the Eagles better? Like, it wasn't like, a, oh, let me change this pick sort of thing. I mean, I just don't think they're going to take Bijan, but um, okay, I don't think it's insane that you did it. I think there's an argument for it. I just think the argument ultimately falls short. But, uh, yeah, I don't think anything was crazy. Okay, cool. Then let's go I ahead and get started. I have a plug, too, by the way. Oh. If you're... Doesn't matter if you're an Eagles fan or not, because usually, uh, you know, it's an Eagles watch party I'm promoting when it comes to doing an mm. event at Pistola's Del Sur in South Philly, uh, East Past Yunk. Um, be a fan of the Cowboys. I, I will say, if you are a fan of the Cowboys and you listen to this and you come to the draft party on Thursday night and you're the first Cowboys fan and you're verifiably a Cowboys fan, you need to prove it to me. I will buy you, one, assuming you're, you know, of age, 21 plus, and if not, I can buy you a soda if you're underage. I will buy you a beer if you are a NFC East mixtape listener. And you can't be an Eagles fan pretending to be a cowboy and cashing in on this. Like that's mm. that would be pretty pathetic to get a free beer. That would be pretty um, Eagles fan behavior. Like, um what does it have to be have a beer? To, what if what if it's like a dollar well situation? You know, they're trying to look out for you. Yeah, it could be a, a, your drink. Yeah, your for your first okay. drink or whatever. But um so the point is anyone can come out. There's a draft bingo. You don't just have to be an Eagles fan. There will be a lot of Eagles fans there, obviously. But you could be a fan of any, really, of the NFC's teams or not. And uh, I think it'll be fun. So come hang out, and it'll be a good time. Uh, also, after BLG buys you a drink, he will give you a high five. Sure. Uh, all right. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do it. Here is the Pro Football Network draft simulator i'm using my other computer for this it is not as reliable as my normal one mm. so if this falls apart 
that would really stink. Uh, so we have all four NFC East teams selected. We have all seven rounds. To your point, let's just kind of see how this goes. Uh, we have slow draft speed because we have no idea how this is going to go. Do you see anything you would like to address before we begin? Looks right to me. All right, let's do this. Um, again, this computer is a little bit slower. So Bryce Young went number one. Oh, oh my gosh. What a shot. <laughs> Did you see the odds? There's like odds on Will Levis going first now. Did you see where that um, that evolved from? No. Um, We're going through the draft I, here, I, though, I, for the knowledge. I've had a very visual. busy morning. Oh, wow, Bijan, Bijan to six. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Broderick Jones I, just to tie seven. Up, just to tie a bow on this, apparently Will Levis, like, there's like a Reddit story that he like told a friend of a friend of a friend or something, and like that person said he's going to go number one, um, okay. and that's where this has come from. Okay, so we have trade out. So um, I can't see the entire top ten right now, um, but um, Christian Gonzalez. Wow, Christian Gonzalez went three to the Cardinals. That mm. BLG will buy you ten drinks if that happens. Um, Anthony Richardson <laughs> went four. <laughs> will Anderson went five to the Seahawks. Bijan, we said uh, six to the Lions. Uh, Raiders took Roger Jones and then uh, Paris Johnson. So we had back-to-back tackles um, to Vegas yep. and Atlanta. And then Chicago took Tyree Wilson. So the Vikings mm-hmm. want to come up, Brandon, for a pick number 10. They're offering no. 23, 87, and Dalvin Cook. I mean, that's uh, not oh, yeah, like that's, an offer. Three trade offers. It's not an offer to sneeze at, but I, I'm going to pass on that. It's, it's a big drop down 13 spots, especially when uh, a certain player is still on the board here. Uh, you talking about Jalen Carter? Is yes, I am talking about okay. Jalen Carter, who okay, so, is still on um, the board here. Let me close this ad. So we so, want to reject this. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with this. you. Like, I think you you have to consider it. If there's like a future first round pick involved here, I think you have to really consider it. Um, sure. But yeah, for that, I'm like, looking at Dalvin it. I'm like weighing it. I'm thinking about it for a second, but then I'm going to be like, no. Okay, so reject. Uh, the Bengals are willing to offer you 28. No, their fifth round pick next year and Jonah Williams. No, get out uh, of so here with this. Be. Okay. And that's not even a good offer. And the slow computer is slowing. <laughs> I've, I've hit it. Uh, so this would RJ not be great. Uh, we have one more trade offer to get to hit next. Maybe if that, Oh, okay. There we go. And the saints. Oh, New, New Orleans saints? wants their pick back. <laughs> um, this is interesting yeah. because the, the, like, this is like the Laramie Tunsil trade. Like where like, you know what I'm saying? It like spawned and spawned and spawned. They're offering you Denver's second round pick. So a, hey, uh, no. hey Brandon, um, but bef- before no. you say no, just, you know, just, just be weird. No, you know. a top 10 Sean, pick for Sean, 29, 40, and maybe a, a, like a, a pick that could be like between 30 and 60 next year. No, 32. I wasn't going to seriously tell you to do this. I just wanted to do the Russell bit, but whatever. So we're going to reject this. Um, okay, so Jalen Carter is on the board. Will Levis has fallen. So despite what Reddit has said, Devin Witherspoon, a lot of people think he's the best corner in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was Bucky Brooks's mock, final mock that I saw this morning that you and I are recording on Tuesday. I actually really liked it for all four NFC East teams. And it had wow. Miles Murphy going to the Eagles. Um, and wow. I say like as in like improving them. Uh, but it had Miles Murphy going to the Eagles at 10. Feels like so Miles rich. is really, really climbing. He, uh, I think there's some intriguing things about. He only turned 20, I think, in January. Like he's or 21, sorry, in January. That's pretty crazy. He's pretty young. Also, he um, has a, a teammate of Brian Brzee. The interview you can watch on the Blog of the Boys yes. YouTube channel. He he is an intriguing prospect, but I think 10 is a little rich for him. Especially, I think Jalen Carter. You have to take the risk here if you're the Eagles. I think they are uniquely qualified to take a risk on him relative to other teams. In that they have a really good uh, head of security guy. I can't speak for other teams, but I know the Eagles one's really good. And they obviously have N'Kobe Dean, and they also have Jordan Davis, his his old teammate who used to play next to. And I think that's kind of a good environment for him to walk into here. Um, I think the Eagles. There's rumors that the Eagles are looking to trade up to get Jalen Carter. And I think if he makes it past Seattle and the Lions at five and six, I think they could move up to seven and try to get him there. Uh, but maybe they don't need to. Maybe he'll. We we don't know how far he will fall. It is conceivable that he could be at ten. I tend to think that's not likely, but it's not impossible. And if he's there, I'm pretty confident the Eagles would take him. I agree with you in all of your thought process. I think you have to take the risk. Um, I think if you're the Eagles, you have the proper infrastructure um, to call it survive this, even if it doesn't work out. Um, I think you also have the right reasoning to do this, right? Like given the entire, you know composition of your roster um so it's a big that's position about, need. they lost Javon Hargrave right. like yeah so we're about we're about to do that but like in a world where he's not on the board right like if he does go whether it's to Detroit mm-hmm. or to Vegas like I just would like to understand what 
of, of the of the Jalen Carterless options. And again, apologies to the podcast audience. That's why we urge you to head to YouTube for this. Um, Maybe I like Devin Witherspoon's maybe the play gives you an out of Darius Slay. Um, I mean, I mentioned Miles Murphy. Peter Skronsky is a name that's gotten a lot of pop towards the Eagles. Like what what is the best non Jalen Carter option of the available options in your opinion? I like Nolan Smith a lot. I would bet on him. I just love the personality. And I think he's and he's incredibly athletic. Um, he's not that much smaller than Micah Parsons. He basically is a little bit bigger than Hassan Reddick like that. To say he's too small, I just don't agree with that. I think we're seeing these undersized, quote-unquote, edge rushers have a lot of success in the NFL. Um, so okay. I, I love, I would love to bet on him. I think offensive tackle is also going to be very much in play there. Um, I would. The, my case against the Skaronsky is that like he is kind of more of a finished product, and it feels like for a player who might not even necessarily be playing right away anyway, although he could because it's not a given that the Eagles will just start Cam Jurgens at right guard. Um, they could put Skaronsky there. Um, I, I think 10 is a little high for a guard. Uh, Witherspoon fits in from a culture perspective. All those are strong right. picks. But, uh, I, I, you know, look, if I have to lean something over something else, it's the trenches with Howie Roseman. So I'm going to say Nolan Smith. That makes sense. Uh, so about to pick Jalen Carter. Um, I don't want to waste time on this, but like if Devontae hadn't worked out, right, like if, if he had gone the Jalen Rager path, this, I think this is Jackson Smith and Jigba, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? But like that, because that's what led to Devontae. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you know, th this this would have been the moment. And like, to my point, like, this is why, like, this is proof that you can like reset very quickly in the NFL. Like people think like, oh, well, we just drafted like X, Y, or Z, like, you know, in the first round two years ago, whatever. It's like, no, like if, even if you had whiffed on Devontae Smith too, like right now, and we're just like, talking about a mock draft. You know what I mean? But like you could very quickly hit the reset and draft somebody like JSN. That's my point. But are you ready yeah, to submit this? I don't think they're going to be looking to add a volume target at this point too, okay. to be clear. All right. Jalen Carter is a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. I have to be careful, like when clicking this stuff, because the computer is <laughs> kind of slow. Play Will Levis by accident. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so uh, Devin Witherspoon went the next pick, and then Nolan mm. Smith, and then JSN to the Packers, which is obviously very popular. Um, now, Skronsky, um, the Chargers. So okay, so the Bengals want to come up to 16. Um, now, now we're picking for the Commanders. Um, they're offering pick 28 and Jonah Williams. I think we no. have to reject this. This is dumb. And next offer is from the Bears. Hmm. This is pretty tempting. So um, for the Packers, so the Bears want to pull Washington out of the first round entirely and to the middle of the second round. By the way, uh, they want 16 and 150, and they're willing to offer three top 100 picks. You get 53, 61, and 64, and tight end Cole Komet if you are the Commanders. I think an interesting thing here to consider is like who's making the decisions here in theory because like, i don't you know the, the commanders are going to sell the team but it's not sold yet right so mm -hmm. the people is there anyone really representing the new ownership in the building currently you know what i mean because if there was mm -hmm. i think they should be like let's trade down because you know they're, they're probably going to have a longer term look at this whereas Mar martin mayhew and ron rivera are going to be like we need to win now like we don't we don't care about these future picks and and trading down uh, we want someone who can actually make an impact more so this season. So I think that's kind of the interesting uh, split there. With that in mind, uh, I think it's more so the latter. I don't think there is the new interest so far representing um, the new regime. So I think the commanders, in all likelihood, would stay here and not trade down. What about you? I agree with you. Um, I think this is a tempting trade if you're today, say, the panthers you know i mean that's a horrible example but say the rams right like if this if this was the rams right you really need some draft capital like you've got to start kind of like yeah exactly um but you're right like i don't mean to say or imply the commanders are win now but i think to like maybe we come up with the term like it's like focus now like they they don't they don't have the luxury of being able to look beyond this at least the the people to your point in the building making uh, do decisions not. right now yes right okay so we're going to reject this and we're going to pick um top options available uh, just mm. again off of PFN's draft board. Miles Murphy has made it. Darnell Wright is there. A lot of people's preferred tackle option in, in this range. Brian Branch, if they want to go safety. Um, I don't think that we can envision Washington taking a receiver here, so I'm not going to worry about that. Uh, Deontay Banks has made it. Lucas Van Ness is here. And Joey Porter Jr. is here as well. Um, that is a very popular pick. I think uh, a lot of mocks have Joey Porter Jr. heading to Washington. That's the direction I'm leaning, personally. Like Only one I, I think interception in college, right? We are, right? That's just not it. Like, I mean, it's not enough. You got to have more. He's ball so talented. I think I, 
I think that like pe- I'm not saying you're doing this, but I think people are like overthinking it. Like I, he's mm. a, he's a stud. Like he's... you need plays. You need big. You, like what's the value of someone like Trayvon Diggs? Like you need the big plays. Those have a lot of value. Um, what is the value of Trayvon Diggs? He's one of the best corners in the NFL. Like what does that mean? Like I don't understand. Like, like the his playmaking ability specifically. Like get generating interceptions. It's one thing to cover well, and I get that has value too. But, um. Miles Murphy, I guess like he's the top player on the board here for the the rankings that are given for the context of listeners. I just, I don't... That's that's not enough for them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, let's just yeah. let's add let's add more to the the, the defensive pass the rush. Best. Like, what? Like it's just not what about enough. Darnell Wright. Because they have Andrew Wiley, who is not actually any good at right tackle, and Charles Leno is getting older at left tackle. They have Sam Cosme, who they kicked inside to right guard. Um, do we want to add again, to the offensive line? It's more of an investment pick. You know what I mean? Like, how does like, you know, does that really make them significantly better now when they have to be? I mean, what about Brian Branch? I like a Brian Branch, and fits a current need. I think, especially if you feel like confident, you can play him at cornerback or safety. I mean, do you feel so good about I their see. secondary that you want to pass on him? No, but that's why I think they need help at corner. Like that's, um, I think I mocked Joey Porter Jr. to them. I've already forgotten on Monday Football Monday. But like, okay, like your challenge if you are Washington is like every other week basically you're gonna have to cover Ceedee Lamb, AJ Brown, and Paris Campbell. I guess you know what I mean. Like obviously what about Giants Deontay Banks, who's, who's ranked well, above Joey Porter. That's what I was about to say. Like if if you don't feel great about Joey Porter Jr. Like I think they have to address corner. Deontay Banks is here. If you care about the local stuff, whatever, blah, blah, went to Maryland, et cetera, et cetera. Like that's the pick that I think is the marriage of all the things that make the most sense for them. By the way, there's no way we're making it seven rounds. So we will settle Um, on Deontay Banks here. All right, done. Um, Can you hear bear in the background? He's upset about something faintly. Hmm. Well, right, he so wants to be a part of this. Will oh, Levis Will Levis went to the Jets. Jets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this mock has oh already God. been soiled. I can't believe that. Uh, no, it's, loading, it's realistic. So. It's the QB factory, baby. Joe Douglas from the that, Eagles making a big move. That would be move. really funny. I mean, it's not um, crazy. Like, it's not insane. Like, Lucas it, Van Ness I mean, to the Steelers. Miles Murphy to the Lions. So they Steelers, got Bijan Robinson and Miles Murphy in this mock. Joey Porter Jr. went to the Bucks. Just so we're clear. Good draft for the Lions. Um, uh, Darnell Wright goes to New England. That makes sense. Jordan Addison. Here goes the receiver run. Goes to Baltimore. Uh, I'm going to imagine Zay Flowers goes to the Giants. Oh, we're picking for them. Duh. Um, the New York football Giants are on the clock. Well, and actually, we're on the being... clock back to back here because the Giants are on the clock at 25 and then the Cowboys. We're going to pick two sure. times in a row here. So the Jaguars want to come up to pick 25. They want 25 and 160. Um, and they're offering 56 in mm. Josh Allen. Wow. Uh, I'm going to say no. Yeah, me too. There's That's trade off for one of three. The Patriots want to come up. Is Austin Eckler on the Patriots in yeah, this month? What the heck? Why is he on the <laughs> I guess there was. A... Um, there had to have been I mean, a trade earlier. Um, oh yeah, look, very... like look to the left. Obviously, you could see the New England trade at oh, twenty-one. Oh, true, yeah, because the Patriots weren't at twenty-one. The Chargers were. Right, yeah, right, so right. Chargers, right. The, oh wow, the trade. Uh, so hold up, the Patriots. Pa- the Patriot. I don't know what the terms for that were, but the Patriots walked away with Darnell Wright and Austin Eckler. <laughs> and then <laughs> so, they're gonna like, flip them too. Uh, wow, the savagery uh, from New England here. Uh, anyway, well, they're offering forty-six. Austin Eckler, uh, and their 2024 second round pick for 25 and 89. That's that's tempting, no. but I think you have to say no if you're the Giants. No. Okay. Oh, the, speaking of the Chargers, they're oh offering. Gosh. I would absolutely take this. Oh wait, yeah, uh, but, I would absolutely do that. Okay. I'm. We're gonna pick because I don't think we should because it's too unrealistic. I don't think they would actually get. No, that's what I'm that, saying. But... Like we're we're gonna pick, but like in real life, we would absolutely take this. So just to be clear. For pick yeah, 25 um, of the Giants, the Chargers are offering pick 54, 85, 200 in both their second and third round picks next year. The Chargers are uh, – they're in, in their feelings, this mock, BLG. Who are they trading up for? <laughs> Why would they be making that move? Like, they're not going for I don't a quarterback. Know. Well, they, that, that would they, be a great uh, they, deal they for they the Giants. A, I agree with you, but this, there's no way this is happening. So yeah, we're, we can't again, do it. It's not we, we need to – yeah. Um, okay, so options for the Giants here – Brian Branch is still on the board. Hang yeah, on one it's second. Brian Branch. Um, uh, uh, Brian Branch is there. 
Quentin jo- so if we want to go receiver, Quentin Johnson's there. Say Flowers mm-hmm. is still there. They're the top receiver options. Um, Dalton Kincaid, Michael Mayer, both there. If we want to go tight end, that makes sense as well. Um, it was not popular when I took Mayer for the Giants on Monday Football Monday. Um, so you're saying Brian Branch is the option for the Giants here? Yeah, I would like that a lot because you know uh, versatility. Uh, I don't. I don't. You're saying you would like the- that right now. You're a Giant, is what you're saying. I would not like to force the pick at wide receiver. I think it's kind of a reach or kind of forcing it a little bit with Quentin Johnson. I'm not the biggest Quentin Johnson guy. Um, Brian Branch, I think, is a nice, clean kind of prospect. Versatile. Uh, the Giants that right now, Xavier McKinney is a good safety, but Bobby McCain is kind of just a stopgap for them. Um, Adore Jackson, I don't know if you saw the news, sounds like he will not be renewed. Right. Getting a new um, deal, right. So, and the fact that Branch has the versatility to play different positions in that secondary, and there's some uncertainty there anyway. Uh, yeah, I would like to add him if I'm the Giants. I mean, I think the receiver pick just is so necessary. Like, that's, I have such a hard time seeing them passing on Zay Flowers. That's a like, force, like, man. But who are their, who are their starting receivers right now? Paris it's Campbell, not amazing. I can't tell you it's amazing. Sterling but... Shepard and Darius Slayton. Wandale like, Robinson's and, coming back from injury. Okay, he showed some well, promise last year. You don't feel amazing gonna, about it. We're going to pass on on both Quentin Johnson and Zay Flowers in the name of adding help at safety. That just doesn't feel, you know, like they, he's the best player. But they just paid Daniel Jones. They, they want they want that they offense. They lost Julian Love. That was a big loss for them, I think. I don't know. You only feel that way because he went after your guy. Um, your guy. I don't know. How do we settle the tiebreaker? Like, I'm, I think... I want. I would love to actually like agree with you so that we can take Zay Flowers to the Cowboys, but I don't think that's realistic. I, I mean, if if like if we're building the Giants, like they have to contend, they have to score points. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they need help on the offensive side of the ball. I just I I know a team that forced a wide receiver pick didn't end up too well. Jalen Rager, Jalen Rager. So I can't do it. I think, I, and you know this too. You're that. This is also your philosophy with the Cowboys. You're like, don't just take a tight end because you have to get a tight end, and it's the most basic thing. I think Brian Brian Ranch is literally the top rated player on this board here. He's what the 18th overall prospect. I'm not saying these rankings are every like definitive, but um, there's something to be said for it. And I think he's a good prospect worth investing in. I think the wide receiver thing is kind of finicky. I think outside of JSN, these guys are kind of like you don't really feel amazing about. And it's a force of a pick. Do you really feel amazing about Quentin Johnson or Zay Flowers? I do feel amazing about Zay Flowers. Yeah, that's mm. that's what I'm saying. Like if if we take Brian Branch here, I'm going to take Zay Flowers so fast for the Cowboys. Well, then give if you feel amazing about Zay Flowers, you can give him to the Giants. I think that that is a huge upgrade in offense for them. I don't think it's it's genuine to say that like they're just going to take Brian Branch like and again like I'm not saying Brian Dable is like the show but like Brian Dable's like team is going to be built in like a, a defensive image with Brian Branch leading the way they had the big they got Kayvon Thibodeau last year yes they obviously addressed their offensive line but like they need playmakers that's their thing like we keep killing them because they don't have anybody to like explode in their offense they they need that juice and the Giants do have a connection to Boston College at least they used to when Coughlin was there that means absolutely nothing here. I really think that Zay Flower, like, and fine if you want to go Quentin Johnston. Like, I think either one is a, no. a much more fair represent, representation of what they're going to do on Thursday night. All right, lock it in. It bums me out because I would love to take Zay Flowers to the I Cowboys. think ideally they would need, like, the, I think what we learned from that range is they probably can afford to trade down a couple spots. Um, the Cowboys have two trade offers. The Cleveland Browns want to come up despite not having um, a lot of draft capital. And because of that, they're offering for pick 26, <laughs> uh, pick 74, 111, and Nick Chubb. So, yeah, I mean, I would do, I mean, I feel like I would do that because your Nick Chubb's is the first round entire. Or like, Nick Chubb's pretty still freaking awesome though. And like, I'm great. Um, again, not super realistic. So, we're going to say no. Oh, the Jaguars just really want to get rid of Josh Allen. Yeah. What um, the heck is that all about? They're, off, they, they're offering 56 and Josh Allen for 26 and 129. No, not enough. Um, I don't know. I think about it. But anyway, we're going to make this pick. Now, I personally would love to draft Zay Flowers. All right. Which is why I like, I'd be bummed right here. I, I mean, there's a lot of smoke with Michael Mayer. Like, there's almost too much smoke to believe that it's real um, at this point in time. He's, he's been getting linked to the Giants, too. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Well, that's why I took him to the Giants on our, our mock on Monday. No. Uh, wait. I'm saying Mayer. 
Yeah, I did. Okay. I, I I took him as the Giants on Monday, and and then in follow, I took Dalton Kincaid to the Cowboys, and so like, I mean. Quentin Johnston's here. We took him in. Uh, that's who I actually took for the. Actually, no, I took uh, Quentin Johnston to the Cowboys on Monday, and that's who we took in the explanation mock draft. Um, I mean, I'm I'm torn. I think the answer is probably Michael Mayer. Um, mm. It gives them an answer. Gives them a you know they're all about blue chip, high floor. You know, high rates of success in the first round. I mean, not that that they're like unique in that, but. Um, he is as as can't miss as anybody here that, that we're looking at. His top options are Brian Branch. They're not doing Quentin Johnson, Brian Br- Brizzy, uh, Don Kincaid, Michael Mayer, Kalisha Cansey, Anton Harrison, Will McDonald, Trenton Simpson. I mean, like it's just the pick that makes the most sense. And again, I I think it's too low hanging fruit to be like, well, you know, they let Dalton Schultz walk and they didn't, they weren't able to replace him. Like, right. They purposefully didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like it wasn't like a surprise. Yeah, like, they're like, not oh, wow. like. They're not like today, like, holy crap. Oh, right. man. <laughs> oh, no. Or what did we do? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that like this moment that you and I are, are projecting this could moment, be. We own it. Could be, could be what they envisioned, right? Like, we're going to let Dalton Schultz walk because when we get on the on the clock, Michael Mayer is going to be there. And that's our answer. I, I mean, it is chalk. It is low-hanging fruit. But I do think that's the pick that makes the most sense. But I'm curious for your thoughts. I would be most scared if the Cowboys took Cansey here because I just think I know he's a unique player. I, I just and and I don't you know the Aaron Donald stuff is I think that's no I don't think anyone's actually saying he's Aaron Donald. I just think they're pointing out that he is freakishly athletic, and obviously they went to the same school, so that gets brought in there. But um, his ceiling scares me in terms of uh, I think he could potentially be really disruptive and be someone like Javon Hargrave, who's a really great disruptive interior rusher. So I would be, I think Mayer uh, addresses the bigger need, but I would almost kind of like, I was thinking the giants might be forcing a pick if they go wide receiver. I would think the Cowboys might be forcing a pick if they go tight end. Uh, But I don't think it's a unreasonable pick. I think that's it. Like they're again, they're all about like, you know, square peg, square hole. You know what I mean? Like, let's do it. So um, to be very clear, if we had taken Brian Branch, I would have absolutely took Zay Flowers here for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Michael Mayer is the pick. So let's okay. now go down. Uh, first tight end off the board. Goes to the Cowboys. Look at that. Boom. Um, did Dalton Kincaid? No. Oh, the Saints took Brian Brzee. And Brian Branch went to the Bengals. So they did move back. Uh, the Bengals did. Um, Austin Eckler is on the trade block and the Patriots want to send him to the Eagles, Brandon. They're coming up for pick 30 with 46 or 30 and 94 with 46 and Austin Eckler. So uh, Eckler reunited with Nick Sirianni. I think they were together in uh, LA at one point, but no, I, I do not see the Eagles adding that on. The that. Broncos for 30 and 248 are offering 67, 108 in Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I don't think they're trading for a wide receiver, but I do think the Eagles will be looking to move down from this spot. And this offer is probably the most realistic this one is, we have yet. Yeah, the Packers are offering 42 and 78 for 30. That's not bad at all. Um, how far are we going in this? It's 12. Uh, I say we could do the first three rounds. It's probably okay, fair. we'll see. But yeah, then actually, why don't we accept this one? I, to be clear, I do think the Eagles are going to trade down. If it were me, I would just stay in because I like Cansey a lot and pick him. Or I also see Dewan Jones. I also like him a lot in this spot. I would be really happy with either of those two guys at 30. But I just don't think they're actually going to do that. Um, and we haven't done a trade down yet. And this is a good deal for the Eagles. They get they move down 12 spots and they also pick up what's that 70? It's a third round pick. So that's pretty I think that's pretty good. That seems like good value without looking at the chart, you would say, right? I agree. Um, so you get two day two picks, and it's not like like this is independent of the first first round pick the Eagles have. This is a good trade, right? Like whoever's sitting at thirty any given year, if you know, or thirty one, whatever. Um, if if another team offers you forty two and seventy eight, you make that trade. Yeah. 10 out is of there 10 is 10. there a huge difference between thirty and forty two? Like no, the, the prospects it's, that it's are there. Just a fifth year option. But my point is like because you also got to already make a pick in the first round, you sort of do get to have your cake and eat it too. If you're an Eagles fan. So I think yeah. that is wise. Okay, and they only have uh, five other picks after their first one. So, so you let's know, accept this. Like to get another one. Yep. The Packers, the Packers took, uh, give it a, Oh, Will McDonald. Okay. Um, and the chiefs rounded out with Quinton Johnston. Um, okay. So let's keep going. 
Don Kincaid starts off day two going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, I love Josh Downs. I uh, went to the Houston Texans uh, at 33. Here we go. This is this is fun. This is exciting. Do you feel enthralled? Kalisha Cansey wind up with the Rams. Oh, and then oh. The, the Aaron Donald and the new Aaron Donald. Oh, my gosh. Osiris Torrance goes to the Seahawks. That's a good pick for them. Agreed. Jameer Gibbs joins Miles Sanders in the Panthers backfield. Darnell Washington to uh, New Orleans and Anton Harrison oh to God. the Titans. So the... Eagles are being offered picks 50 and 82 from the Bucks for 42, which is the pick that they got from the Packers I mean, here. I think they would do this, but I think I don't. This right. is kind of what happens in like these simulations. Sometimes right. you can get in like a never ending trade down and get like 50 picks thing. Right. You're Dwight so, with the like b- the beans and the telescope and everything. But so just for the podcast audience, because they can't see this, mm-hmm. Tampa's off. We're going to say no because you're right. Like we're right. We're, too deep down the rabbit hole, but Tampa's offering 50 and 82 for 42, which again, to be clear, is the pick that in this world Philly got from Green Bay. Yeah. So for 42 and 219, I agree with you. You do that 100 out of 100 times, but not doing it here. Mm-hmm. Um, especially this one, the Niners <laughs> are, are offering for 42 and 219, 99. So you do got to drop back a, a good ways. But again, yeah. if, if that's like your, 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 you've already won because this is the Packers pick 99, 101. And Brandon Ayuk, so That'd be pretty sick. Gonna say no. Um, no. St- stats would hate this. So, um, <laughs> okay. So top options for the Eagles, because um, I know it's kind of hard for uh, people to see their screens. Dewan mm. Jones is still here. Emmanuel, how is Emmanuel Forbes still here? Mm. Um, Hendon Hooker. This is the point. This is why you trade down. Yeah. Right. Hendon Hooker, Jack Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, um, Mozzie Smith, who was the top of Bruce Feldman's freak list. Um, he's a you popular over the guy's name you can't say well i mean i'm also noting popular players like mozzie smith mm-hmm. is a really you know that's he's a popular player for cowboys uh fans in the second round at least uh drew sanders is here a lot of people a lot of cowboys fans would be satisfied with drew sanders even in the first round um but we'll see uh but so what is your thought process here what do you want to do the guy you skipped over eddie tamiwa Eddie, almost did it. You almost did it. <laughs> Shift back in. You got this. Uh, he has been rumored as a guy that the Eagles love, but the same guy who said that also kind of like backtracked on that a little bit and said he might not necessarily fit what they're looking to do moving forward. So take that for what it's worth. Um, same guy was really all over Cam Jurgens the Eagles last year and had him like as their second round pick in his mock and that's what they did so worth paying attention to that's Tony Pauline from Pro Football Network I believe um, uh, Jalen Hyatt is who I made my pick for the Eagles in the SB Nation writers mock draft but not as like I think this is necessarily most realistic it's kind of more of like I wanted to write about why I think they're not going to take a volume target but could take someone who would be a low volume high impact guy like Jalen Hyatt, who's more of a speedster. But mm-hmm. I like the top player on the board here. And it's someone who, it's one of the two names I said that I liked for the Eagles at 30. It's Dewan Jones. Uh, I feel very confident that the Eagles are going to take an offensive lineman uh, in with at least one of their first three selections. Yeah, before um, Friday night. Yeah, so yeah, by, before the end of day two. two. And Dewan Jones is a like this dude is massive he's huge he's like 98 99 percentile height uh weight arm length this like give jeff stoutland this guy and like figure it out and i think the eagles could do that so i like that a lot this would annoy me greatly um two quick things before we uh we we turn in the card um i have always thought it was dumb that in this example we say 99th percentile it should be first percentile like you you know what i'm saying like you should be like the, if you're the best you know what i'm saying like that's i i think it's stupid the way we you know characterize it do you agree i think it can be confusing i think it, your brain does kind of reverse it on you where you're right. like wait is that good or bad that's like what what place is better first or 99th you know what i'm saying so mm. like that's what, like i would like to like and if you're like in the like this percentile you are like among the very few Right. So like you should like, so to me, that should be like the first percentile, you know, because I mean? like, there's one percent of people who this the who one percenters, the elite. Right. That's exactly. So uh, that's my gripe about that. If somebody has an explanation for why, you know, math works this way, I would love to hear it. The other thing, uh, super total sidebar, but I just wanted to bring this up because this is kind of I don't know if it's big loser energy or kind of like, you know, small winner mm-hmm. energy. Did you see that Tottenham got blown out last um, I did. Like five to zero or something. 
it was six to one, I believe, but they okay. were down like five to zero, five to yeah. nil, um, um, like in the first like thirty minutes. Apparently, the players um, had a like had a meeting and decided to reimburse the fans for their tickets. How do we feel about that? What? That's no, yeah. <laughs> like that. That's not how it works. Like that's. Sports. I think that's like, kind. Of, I think that's very kind. Like I think that's you know because no. they were like that embarrassed. No. They were like it's unacceptable. I do think it's like no. a dangerous precedent because it's like what if you get blown out in the future? Like you're going to pay for those tickets too. So no, um, you can't do that. That's part of sports. You might see it. Yeah, but you might be on the other end of that. You might blow the other team seven out, out seven to zero. Like that's what you sign up for with sports. You don't know. That's the point of why you go. You don't get a refund. I guess that's true. If you blow that's out soft. another team, do you, are you like well, we got to charge you more? <laughs> Maybe you get a <laughs> because... refund if like the players like quit on the team, like like you know what I mean? they walked off the field during the game right. and like you know something egregious. But no. All right, we've got the pick in. Um, let's see here. Jack Campbell goes to the Jets. Uh, Hendon Hooker to the Packers. Look at that. <laughs> hey, it's a nice pick. Um, the Ooh, Bucks are willing to. Oh my gosh! Why would they not on. do this? This is okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not going to do this. But so the Bucks are coming up for Washington's pick at forty-seven. They're offering fifty. So to drop three picks, uh, they also want one ninety-three. To be fair, but so they're offering okay, for, for forty-seven third. to one ninety-three. They they want they're going to get fifty and their third next year. I would have, and that could be like a good third too. The Bucks might be bad. I know, but we're going to say no because it's not practical. I agree. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So we took um, who did we take? Deontay early? Banks. Thanks, right? Um, so Jalen Hyatt here, your boy, um, whose name that you'd love to pronounce is also available. Mozzie Smith is still here. Um, I mean, Steve Avila is still here. Luke Musgrave still here. Mm. Um, what general position area do we want to explore for Washington? I mean, a receiving core of Jalen Hyatt, Terry McLaurin, and Jahan Dotson would really be something. <laughs> that would be, be very dangerous. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily the most realistic. They still have Curtis Samuel. They still have Diami Brown. Um, well, Curtis Samuel's so going to be amazing because he was amazing with Ron Rivera and the Panthers. And so now that they're together true. again, it, he's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Uh, they're not going to draft John Michael Schmitz. They already have Chase Roulier. Um Do they need a linebacker? Where are the commander's linebackers? Jamin, da- Jamin Davis, who like I don't think has really emerged yet, and Cody Barton. Why don't we give them? Uh, Drew some people Sanders. think. Some people think Drew Sanders is like the top linebacker on the board. Some people would. That's say why that. I said there's a lot of people who who a lot of Cowboys fans who would love that pick at 26. Exactly, it's great so, value. Uh, yeah, I think let's do it. Let's give him a linebacker. Okay. Drew Sanders, it is. It feels very like inoffensive and kind of just like uh the commanders are having right. a very like lame duck draft. They're just adding they're they're nothing splashy, uh, just like quietly solid players. Jalen Hyatt to the Steelers. Wow. That'd be so much fun. Steve Avila to the Dolphins at 51. Um Cedric Tillman to the Seahawks. Hmm. Mozzie Smith goes to the Bears. That stinks. Almost time. Almost time, Brandon. The Giants are coming up here. Um, we are not going to accept this trade. Yeah, this is okay. We're. I'm not even going like, to. Even we're though done it's reading. a very okay. good trade for them. Yeah, we're we're done yeah, reading. These, these trades these, are like ridiculously favorable to the team trading down. Right. Uh, okay. So the Giants walked away with Zay Flowers in the first round, um, and this is the other side of that, right? So, like to your point. Had they gone Brian Branch, 
it's not as you know sure of a thing but you could go marvin mims jr here you know what i'm saying like maybe you like that combination more you know what i'm saying like maybe you feel like that's the better overall or yield they could have traded up for Jalen Hyatt in this scenario right sure whatever but like i mean the point still stands like to your like you know what brandon i'm 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 a man i'm fine i was wrong you were right that was the best way to do this for the giants and so I'd, I'd be terrified, though, if the Giants got Zay Flowers. So, like, I still feel like this is a good win for them. Um, do they want your boy, Adi Tamiwa? Uh, they just so – I will say, the, good signing by the Giants. Uh, they had Ashawn Robinson. That was a really nice move. I forgot he was still out there. And that's that's the kind of types that are still out there, run stuffers at this point of the year in free agency. But the Giants were terrible against the run last year. And I saw that firsthand with the Eagles constantly just running all over them. So, I think that was actually a really nice ad to get him on a one-year deal um that doesn't mean they can't draft double a our boy over here from northwestern but that's a good way to put it yeah i think the smarter play would to be to draft who i think some people think is like you know fringe and a first round kind of guy here um john michael schmitz from minnesota giants lost their starting center john feliciano and currently who is starting there rj who is their start who's the Giants' starting center right now on their depth chart i do you don't know. know So is that that probably works to my point, right? It's Ben Bredesen is there, like, okay. and he's kind of been a backup. Like, they don't have the point is they do not have a surefire option there, and this draft is not necessarily loaded with centers. And to sure. be able to get one here at like a so for for full context uh, in these rankings, he is the number forty seven prospect, and he's the second best available prospect on the board here at number fifty seven. So that feels like a pretty logical pick to me. I don't have any qualms with what you've offered. Um, I think it makes sense. And I think like you got your sexy fun toy, you know what I mean? Like in the first round, Whoa. now you, you do something a little bit more practical, a little bit more reasoned, a little bit more responsible. So, okay. Pick is in. Um, now the Cowboys are on the clock. All of my favorite Ooh. options are gone. Um, <clears throat> the jets want to like, what? No, like, this is just like, again, like we're past the point of reading these. Uh, this is somewhat realistic. The okay. Browns have offered for 58, well, 74. Well, hang on. I think I'm just reading it out loud for the podcast audience. Uh, the Browns have offered 74 and 111 for 58. I do not want to do that, but at least it's realistic. Um, so we obviously just went through the top options for the Cowboys. Um, and I mean, I don't regret, like, kind of like we talked about, like the cons of taking Zay Flowers a moment ago. I don't regret taking Michael Mayer. Like, I don't want Luke Musgrave. Like, I don't want to put all my eggs in that basket. There's right. nobody here that I feel like, oh, if I had gone elsewhere, I would feel content. Like, there's nobody here that I'm actually, like, in love with, actually, which is mm. a bit of a bummer. Um, which is why you should have traded down. Should've I mean, but again, I don't think that's reasonable. Um, so, double A, your boy. <laughs> no, I mean, He's a guy who can kind of play like defensive end and defensive tackle. There's some versatility there. I mean, I will say like the, the dream for the Cowboys is right here, like for Steve Avila to have made it. You know what I mean? And you still walk away with some interior offensive Mm -hmm. line help. Um, You can take Cody Mock. He would fill that. He can play like pretty much every offensive line. I mean, at least not. And I think that's, so we'll see how serious the Cowboys are about a few things. So, at the owners' meetings, they talked about the idea of Terrence Steele, who's only played right tackle for them, playing at left guard. And that felt a little ridiculous, but it also felt a little bit like, guys, we're totally going to do this. We definitely don't need a left guard. We're willing to play Terrence Steele there. And yesterday, as you and I are talking um, during their pre-draft press conference, they brought up Josh Ball, who was a fourth-round pick of theirs in 2021, um, who was terrible at tackle um, in the preseason last year. And they said he's probably going to work more inside than out this coming and season. And not a good so, guy. Also, I mean, again, I'm just telling you the football parts of all this. But obviously, I mean, I feel like that's very well understood and, and should be um, by this point in time. It's been two years. But to that point, the Cowboys have now floated out that Terrence Steele's an option at left guard, that Josh Ball's an option at left guard. It's like they're waving like a neon sign, like, we don't need left guards, everybody. Like, you know, we definitely don't need left guards um so maybe they take osiris torrance in the first maybe that's like the other you know possible way they go instead of michael mayer and and then they're they're satisfied with luke musgrave or whatever uh maybe they're satisfied with jake ferguson they don't want to draft anybody but to your point i think you have to go cody mock right here unless you're trading down um because i don't like any of these other options when in doubt take an offensive lineman like it's 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 hard for that to go unless you know obviously there can be busts but i think it's a it's a smart way to go you can never have too many offensive linemen. Done. 
All right, so let's move on. Yeah, we're definitely only going to do the uh, top 100 picks here because okay. you know, Luke Musgrave goes one pick later to the Bills, who did not take Dalton. I think they didn't take Dalton Kincaid um, in the first round. Um, the Eagles, Eagles the, same exact offer, by the way. This, this is uh, <laughs> this is the exact same. The Browns are making so the same offer. Would have been a bad deal for you then. Yeah. Um, again, we're not going to take this, but no. Whatever. And this uh, is their own second round pick. To be clear, this is like this isn't one we traded for, right? Um, I like. Hey, this is. I like how the board's shaking out here. It means Zach Charbonnet. Um, Eagles need could afford to add. Or they don't need necessarily running back, but they could afford very much afford to add a running back, considering that Rashad Penny is their lead guy right now, and he gets hurt a lot. Can he game well? I wait for Zeke though. Zeke's role player coming. Zeke did say he was going to make a decision or wanted to make a decision about a month ago. Hasn't happened yet. We're still waiting um there's a weird derrick henry rumor out there i don't really know what to make of that it doesn't seem like anything is imminent i'm gonna say the eagles should take a player who's consistently available to them here in any of these simulations i've done in any kind of simulator for any outlet Uh, i'm gonna take zach charbonnet i think he fits in as a guy who's gonna be not necessarily like the lead back himself but he will be a big contributor in the rotation um really good in pass protection um isn't like a weapon in the passing game, but is a respectable enough receiver. It's all around good player that I think will kind of help offset the loss of Miles Sanders. I think any team who has the 45th pick or beyond that walks away with Zach Charbonnet or, you know, Roshan Johnson or like, you know what I mean? Pick one of these running backs. Mm-hmm. Is, it, it, it's a like, it feels like an instant win because you you sure. feel like we didn't pay the first round price tag. We still got a highly productive player. It it is an important position. It is devalued. You know what I mean? Like all these things are you know multiple things can be true as we love to say. That's but right. so like I think th- this makes sense. This is smart. So bums me out. But here we go. Um, the Chiefs. Who did the you Chiefs had Quentin Johnson? Did it. And, um. Oh, the double A goes. Wow, good pick for them for the Chiefs. Right. Um. Oh, the Ravens traded up to 65. Okay. There's lots of trades happening here. This thing is hungry for trades. Sam Laporta goes to the Cardinals, even though they took um who was the Colorado State Titan they took last year? Um, I don't know. Man, um, I'm blanking. Um, but they took a tight end in the second round last year. Well, they have Zach Ertz still, too. That's also true. Man, dude, those uniforms. Oh, so bad. Stink. Like, dude, did you so you saw Jonathan Gannon's thing about Philly, right? Like, um, oh, so hard, it's such a hard okay, place. Okay, so to... we can we can pause the draft and talk about this. If or no, we can I don't wait. want to pause the draft. We're no, no, I meant, I meant like we can pause like the act of drafting because this is our last round anyway. Uh, here's my take on the Jonathan Gannon thing as the mm-hmm. Eagles are on the on the clock at 78. Um, have a way too favorable offer once again. Yeah, we're going to reject this. Um, and we're going to reject Cleveland's offer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a little bit too much sensitive reaction from Eagles fans. I think what Jonathan Gannon said was silly. I think it was half a good vibe. If you're a Cardinals, no, fan. no, no, no. I, again, multiple things can be true. So hang on. Let's, let's talk about the Jonathan Gannon thing. Cause it is the NFC's mixed it. So uh, we're way too big now. I feel re- like here. Re- re- <laughs> refresh us. His, his, uh, his statement was basically right. Like um, he specifically mentioned Philly media, right? He was he just, like, he, he, like, he, he said factual inaccuracies like okay. he said things I, that literally were part not of true like the the silliness in my opinion so he said when we were nine and oh which was which not true weren't. um we had 30 more snacks than everybody in the nfl which was also not true not. um that you know he he said started, a media member said we want you fired no one okay, ever said that again i don't think my, when i first heard the line i wasn't like I, I didn't believe he was saying these things were literally true they, they felt like figurative statements um and so there was a little bit too much like you know heavy reaction in my mind i recognize that what he said was silly i think if i was a cardinals fan i would be very panicked but i think I, it, he is right that like <laughs> that like eagles fans kept coming for him and come and and i mean eagles medium and, like, and that's the job like i think to blame the media is stupid but like there were a lot of people who root for the Philadelphia Eagles who hated him, not just at the end. So, like, he is right about that. So, to to act like there's zero truth to what he said because there's a factual inaccuracy is, in my opinion, being, like, ridiculously obtuse for no reason other than furthering an agenda. I just have a couple of stats for you here. The Eagles have played 400 games since 2000. Among that sample, the defensive performance in the Super Bowl ranked 391st in EPA per drive and 395th in success rate. Beyond this, 
Based on offensive success rate, the Chiefs' performance was tied for the sixth best of any team this entire 2022 season out of 568 possible they're, they're performances. They're also quarterbacks by one of the best players It was the Chiefs' ever. best game based on success rate all season, and the Eagles' defense didn't have a sack. Again, like... Good luck, can, Arizona. Like, 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 multiple things can be true, and multiple things cannot be false. He's no, stunk. but like, like people can't be like, he is trash. He sucks. He's awful. Like they were the best defense in the NFL. He was trash when it mattered most season. against actually viable quarterbacks. Anyway, none of this is the, about the podcast. Right, let's, let's get, get back, back to the, the let's get back to the, the, this is our, um, we're in the third round. We're going to cut it after gotta, this. I'm zooming in here. So like it's, the names are small right. for me. Uh, top options, Rasheed Rice, Gervin Dexter, Siaki, uh, mm. <laughs> excuse me, Siaki, Ika, Jordan Battle, Brandon Joseph, Warren McClendon, JL Skinner, mm. Noah Sewell. A lot of people thought Noah Sewell was going to be like a first round player a year ago. You know what I mean? I remember he was mocked to the Cowboys. You know, like at like this Saturday or Sunday, we'll get like a way too early 2024 mock draft. That's when Noah Sewell was mocked to the Cowboys last year. Mm. I was thinking about Gervin Dexter, uh, who visited the Eagles, but we already got Jalen Carter here. So I don't really know that that's super realistic. I forgot about that, by the way. It's a pretty good outcome. For the Eagles, um, they're not going to take Rasheed Rice. Yeah, who else have we got down here? I'm looking. Why don't we give them? Uh, it's a reach according to this board, but I think it kind of be would be realistic in what they're looking to address. Um, can you go back to number like the 90 range in here? Not, so not to Christopher Smith, safety from Georgia. Why not another Georgia player on your defense? The Eagles currently have uh, un- five thousand settled, huh? I was saying 5,000 Bulldogs. Uh, yes, they have a lot of players, from, especially after drafting Georgia, uh, Jalen Carter earlier in this draft. Eagles currently have Terrell Edmonds on a one-year deal and uh, Reed Blankenship, who's an undrafted rookie free agent, who showed promise last year, but still is not like a full-on proven starter in the NFL yet. The point is they could use some more safety help. So we'll take Christopher Smith from a national championship team, Georgia defense, and he will be in the mix to compete for playing time the giants are now on the clock at 89 i guess for the first time nobody wants to trade up for this pick um wow so they have not taken a safety because we did not take brian branch earlier the top two options based on pfn's board are jordan battle and jl skinner i think that those make sense as options hard to go wrong with another alabama player i feel like um, so why don't we give them a safety from Jordan Alabama? Battle from Alabama. It's their second safety from Alabama since they already have Xavier McKinney. Right. Um, now the Cowboys. Okay, so another no offer. Cowboys have at this point taken Michael Mayer and Cody Mock. So they've addressed mm-hmm. tight end, offensive line. This is, to me, so they, they haven't addressed defensive tackle, but like that would not stun me in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But this is where I think they do get their running back of the future, or like Ooh. call it of the future. But like you know, what I'm saying like they they need a second guy. They like sure. I'm not saying like they want to run the ball. on a one year deal, right? I'm not saying like they want to run the ball. They do want to run the ball. They want to they want to be able to you know establish the run in certain ways, not in an archaic way. And to your point, Tony Pollard, not only on a one year deal, but coming off of a significant injury, mm-hmm. so you've got to protect yourself. Top options here: Zach Evans. Uh, Tank Bigsby, Israel Abinaconda, who is a fan favorite of many Blog and the Boys users. Um, I never saw Roshan Johnson go. Mm. Um, I, there he is. Um, he's at 113. That would him? not stun me. I like that's, you know, that's a very popular mock. To, I recognize how far down he is. On we didn't get Bijan, but we got Bijan's backup. Uh, well, yeah, Miles Sanders was Saquon Barkley's backup at Penn State. Uh, uh, so, did you know the Eagles and Steelers were once one team? The Eagles, the Steelers, they both from Pennsylvania. They were the one team. They were the Steagles a long time ago. Anyway, um, any of these guys, I'm fine taking. Um, I mean, Zach Evans is a great pick. He is the highest ranked running back here uh, by PFN's board. Um, so he is kind of like, he's a placeholder for me. Like, I, I'm super fine, to be very clear, if Zach Evans specifically is the pick. But this represents to me arbitrary running back X, like we talked about with Zach Charbonnet with the Eagles earlier in this month. Um, sure. Done. Uh, super offensive heavy draft for the Cowboys um, so far. 
Um, Eagles are up. This is the pick they got, I think, from that trade down. It is. It no, is. it's not. It's their actually, it's their own because well, of they've the, been offered uh, a million things. It's hard to keep track at this point. It is hard to keep track. Um, no, no trade offers. So, what do you want to do? We're gonna. Can you scroll down like a tiny bit, please? Ivan Pace Jr. is here. A lot of Cowboys fans love him. Tank Dell is here too. Mm. Um, interesting option. A little bit so, more. Uh, this is tough, and it's not good podcasting for me to say nothing. But I'm looking at a lot of names here. Um, why don't we just take? Why don't we go fun and we'll take Tank Dell? Why not? Because we didn't really add a receiver yet, and I think they should like to add one at some point. Also, should probably add a linebacker, but it's too late. We took Tank Dell. It's fine. We'll do something fun. Um, you know, this is not? our this is our last pick because we're only going to do the top 100, okay. obviously. Um, so the Commanders are on the clock at 97. Mm-hmm. So, uh, why don't we give them? I'm trying to think. They have uh, Brian Robinson, right? Right. Do we want to give them Tank Bigsby? Well, I mean, that we talked about linebacker, and I mentioned that Ivan Pace Jr. is a we really... gave them a linebacker, we gave him Drew Sanders. Oh, you're right. Everything's so difficult to keep track of now. Um, have we given them offensive playmaker help? We gave them. No, because we gave them uh, Deontay Banks and uh, Drew Sanders. So we probably give some, them. There's just so offense. many running backs. I mean, give them a running back. Why not? Why not right. give them to Tank Bigsby? Give it. Boom. Done. What a what a great name for a running back. Come on, are you serious? Like that guy should be in the back Hall to game. back. Our um our mock exercise here um yep. ends with back to back tanks. Boom. We had Tank Dell, Tank Bigsby. So, wow. Um, I can't pull the list up because um, <laughs> let me see if I can while I have it off screen. I think I uh, have some of it straight in my head. Hopefully um, the Eagles ended up with Jalen Carter, uh, Dewan Jones and uh, Zach Charbonnet and Tank Dell. I think that was their four picks. If I'm not missing anyone. Oh, and also Chris Smith, the safety Christopher Smith. Uh, they made five picks total in the top 100. And the Cowboys ended up with Michael Mayer. And who did they take in the second round? Um, position? Cody Mock. Cody Mock, the offensive lineman. And then you gave them a linebacker? Or no, running back. Zach Evans. Right. Correct. And the commanders got Deontay Banks, Drew Sanders, and... Tank Bigsby and the Giants, the New York Football Giants, ended up with Zay Flowers, uh, John Michael Schmitz, and um, the and other the the Alabama, Alabama safety. safety. I forget right. Jordan, Jordan Battle, Anthony something Battle, right. Jordan Battle. Yeah, I can't get to the end of this. So, so I did pretty good from the top of my head. Jordan Battle. Yeah, yeah. I mean we can. So, um, we'll I think those are nice drafts too. for everyone. I think so, no one got. I think I really like the Eagles draft. I think that was like very strong for them. I'm really happy with that. How do you well, feel we, about the Cowboys? We did draft? include, we did include one trade, um, obviously for the Eagles. The trade down with the Packers. Um, it was realistic. I so it was fair. Yeah. I mean, all told, I think we were responsible. I'd be terrified of the Giants landing Zay Flowers. I really would. Mm. Like, I know we don't believe in Daniel Jones a ton. But like Daniel Jones gets a lot better with Zay Flowers, you know what I mean? Like that offense, like it go- it goes from like all you have to do to beat the Giants is just kind of like survive to like now they can kind of you know in some respects go shot for shot with you, and that's I believe that's my Dan- deepest fear. I believe in Daniel Jones to the extent he could be like a Kirk Cousins quarterback who oh, has some regular season success but isn't doing much in the postseason. Wow. Um. Okay. And, well, and then can beat Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. Is there anything else that we want to say? Um, looking forward to the picks. I said this on BGN Radio, but I'll echo it here. Looking forward to the picks actually being made because it's just more fun to me to a- analyze what's actually done as opposed to speculating for months. I mean, that's fun too. It has its own value. I'm not trying to crap on the pre-draft process entirely, there but is, it gets a little there much. Is like a, there, there's a there's piece a to like... Yeah, there's a piece to like, okay, it's over. 
these are the players. Yeah. Let's right. study to a different let's, level. Let's so actually under, try to fit how they or understand how they fit into because you start to overthink things by the end. Like, what if they? What if the Eagles actually took a quarterback? Like, wouldn't that actually be smart? Like, not to that. Obviously, not in that case specifically. But like, would you get to kind of overthink it a little bit at times? Let's get out of here. Um, All right. Good luck at your draft party. I hope that a lot of people walk up to you and demand their drinks. And I'm not say drinks multiple. I said one. Nope. Oh, that's right. Because you only said one person. I thought I in my for head for first... a moment it, it was in my head no. it was like the first time each person did it. But you're right. Nope. No, the first actual Cowboys fan, verifiably Cowboys fan. What do you need to verify? That's what we need to know. The blue checks know, are gone. So what be, is your form of verification? It has to be. I have to believe it. You can't just be like, hey, I'm a Cowboys fan. You have to be like wearing Cowboys gear or something like that. Um, I think the way that somebody verifies it to you is to say, hey, Brandon, you and I have the same level of emotional investment into the Cowboys because I care more about them winning than anything else. And you care more about them losing than you do even the Eagles winning. Those are your words. I'll open it up to Giants and Commanders, too. If you're wearing one of those two things, I also same. I'll loop you in with the Cowboys fans. Sorry, Eagles fans. You're already going to. There's already going to be a lot of you, Eagle Sands, and you're already going to get a chance to win some prizes anyway. So sorry that you don't actually get anything. Let's um, let's get out of here. Uh, as we leave, Brandon, I would like you to tell me the fi- your five favorite things to eat with a spoon. So they have to be things that you exclusively eat with a spoon. It can be hot, can be cold, can be liquefied, whatever you want. And in the eyes of the jackal, I say... Kaboom. Thanks for your list.